Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Several years ago, I was at a conference and I met a guy named Nolly and we started talking and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm doing my emails, I'm doing all my marketing, I'm answering my phones. And I was like, Nolly, you can actually hire a virtual assistant to declutter your entire business life. Fast forward, I just saw him last weekend and his entire world has been transformed by virtual assistants. And I'm gonna break down the exact process that you can take to change your business and your life forever using virtual assistants. Before I break that down, click below to subscribe. This is a long video. I'm gonna pour my heart and soul into this and I want you to subscribe so you can get good content like this and everything else that we post about, about scaling and growing your business. So Nolly comes to me and says, hey, I need help. I'm not sure what I need to do, but my world is crazy. I have all these different businesses. He had a technology company, he had a coaching company, he was a real estate professional, and he was like dabbling in investments, meaning he actually, what's wild is he actually lives in Puerto Rico right now and bought this huge multi-acre like property overlooking the beach and outside of Durango, insanely cool spot in Puerto Rico to avoid the 4% tax. You know, that's all he pays now is 4% tax. But originally he came to me and he was like, hey, this technology company that I have, it's out of control. I'm getting calls about service. I'm getting calls to, to customize. I'm getting calls that I, I just don't wanna take them anymore. They're, they're really hard, it's difficult, um, and I need help. And so we actually hired a virtual assistant to run all of his customer service and sales and all, this is what's what blew his mind, but we actually had that virtual assistant do all the credit card processing as well, all the financials. He ended up building teams, emails, customer service, sales, marketing. I mean, everything from product development to you know just simply answering the phones and actually helping customers. And so Nolly comes back after a couple of years and is like, oh my God, I need this in all of my businesses and in my personal life. So. Not only do they take care of schedule, but they take care of his email, they take care of all of his travel plans. Anytime he gets booked as a speaker, because he's also a speaker, and just shot his, by the way, the guy just shot his first TV deal. And so he's like, yeah, my virtual assistant booked my flight, got me out there, met with a producer, scheduled everything, and so I just get to show up and have fun. And so this video is about decluttering and what's possible with virtual assistants. And the trick around all of this is think through what you're spending your time on. Like, is it email, is it administrative stuff, paperwork, simple marketing tasks, postings of social media? Maybe, maybe it's customer service and sales calls. Whatever you're spending your time on, look at it and then say, do I have a system or a process? Is there a checklist that are going through or, or a customer flow that people go through? And then can I outsource some of that? Could I actually train somebody, put them into my system and actually tell them how to do the job? Because that's the most important thing. So Nolly spent a lot of time up front training the virtual assistant, explaining you know what they did, how they served their customers, what was important, what was not important. So you gotta spend that upfront time, but once you build the system and process and, and you actually train them, you can start adding on. So 
First it was just emails, then it was customer service calls, then he added on travel, then he handed on all the checklists for all of his speaking engagements. And as time went on, more and more of his life was just decluttered and given away to a virtual assistant so that he could focus on what he does really, really well, which is speaking from stage, writing books, and actually building networks and talking to people. And that's his special, like that's his secret sauce. That's what he does really, really well. But originally, like when he, you know, came to us seven, eight years ago, he was doing all of that stuff. So if you find yourself in a situation where you're feeling overwhelmed or having too much to do, the simple question is, what can I put in a system and process? What could I then train and then delegate to a virtual assistant to free my day? So I just gave you the story. Now I'm gonna go to the actionable steps because this is important. What you need to do is a gap analysis. In fact, all of my success in life is just saying, hey, here I am today, where do I wanna be, and what's the gap between those two marks, and how do I actually go from here to there? The thing is, everybody has dreams. Everybody has like, here's where I wanna go, I wanna you know, spend more time with my family, I wanna exercise, I'd like to go on vacation. Everybody has those dreams, but the actual work is the creating the plan between where you are today and hitting those those dreams. And so most people fail to actually write down and put in action what they're gonna do differently. So the first step is just knowing exactly what you're spending your time on. Time is money, and I know that's a crazy thought, but here's the way you know this. Okay, so you take last year's taxable income. Then you take how many hours you worked every single week, every single month, you know, erase all your vacation, erase the time you spent with family. If you're not working on weekends, take that out. And you can actually get your hourly rate. This is a mistake that a lot of businesses or business people do not do. They never know their actual hourly rate. So if you're a salesperson and you're worth anything, if you're at even a little bit good, you're worth $500 an hour when you're hardcore selling. So you're hardcore selling and you're doing a good job of like driving revenue and creating relationships, you're probably worth about a $500 an hour. So once you know your hourly rate, because you did the math, right? Then the next step is to know how you're spending your time. So you actually wanna follow yourself around with stickies. We call it the sticky challenge, where you actually write down what you're doing every single day and what category they land in. So if you're doing administrative tasks, you boo, administrative, like I'm filling out paperwork or I'm doing you know, a project or whatever. And you write the amount of time that you spend on that particular task and you go a week or two through your work week and you just kind of document everything that you're doing. Then with your hourly rate, you look at the things that you're doing and you ask yourself, hey, I'm worth $500 an hour when I'm selling, when I'm you know, on camera, when I'm with customers, when I'm leading my team that is actually selling. So I'm worth this much an hour and all these other things that I'm doing, I can actually hire somebody for 10, 15 bucks an hour, maybe 20 bucks, but whatever it is, it's probably less than if you're actually out there growing revenue, meeting with clients, growing your business. And so this is the math. That's that gap analysis that I just talked about. So you document everything that you're doing and then you try to throw them into different categories. Most businesses are sales and marketing, like customer acquisition and then service and delivery. Those are the two splits. And then you have all the infrastructure stuff like you know finance, insurance, project management, you know taking care of the office, making sure there's coffee. That's infrastructure and you can hire people to do that. Now you have a roadmap. You know exactly how you're spending your time. You know exactly what you're doing day to day and you know the dollar value. Like sales and marketing, highest value. 
Service and delivery, next highest. Infrastructure, next lowest. Now, infrastructure is really important because guess what? If you don't have insurance, you know, there's a problem, but you don't need a salesperson. You don't need a high powered delivery or service person for that role. You can actually probably hire somebody at 50 to $75,000 just to handle that day-to-day -day stuff, or maybe hire a virtual assistant. You build a system and a process and then delegate that to a virtual assistant. You know, you have, you, they keep track of all of your tax renewals, all of your insurance, all of your mortgage. A virtual assistant can actually do that. So you've just broken down your day. You know exactly how you're spending your time. Now the question is, what's the highest and best use of my time? And it's funny because in real estate, you have highest and best use of real estate. If you have a corner property um, and it's, it's a high traffic corner, you want retail, you want gas stations because that's the highest and best use of that corner. Well, guess what? People are the same. Each person, you have a unique skill set. You have something that you're wildly good at. You have something that you're good at, but you hate doing. And then you have stuff that you don't like doing and you're not good at. So that's the second step in this analysis is just kind of going through the list, categorizing everything into these different lists, and then deciding, hey, do I like doing that or do I hate doing it? The, my favorite question around that is actually, does this give me juice? Does this invigorate me? Does this excite me to actually be doing within my business? Like, do I get juice from doing this activity or not? If it's or not, then I try to delegate that to a different person or a leader or a virtual assistant on the team and have them handle it. Because guess what? What you hate doing, somebody else loves doing and actually are uniquely skilled at doing. There are people in this world that love paperwork. There are people in this world who love organizations. There are people in this world who love the check mark to like tick the check off and say, I finished all these things today. Those people want that job and you likely are the only person in your business that can go out and evangelize your business, that can go out and get on camera, that can go out and meet with the highest potential sales um, revenue customers in your industry, in your business. So that's the exercise. So once you've documented all the stuff, figured out what you like, what you don't like, and determine your highest and best use for the business, you have to do that step. Because guess what? There are things that only you can do as the entrepreneur or the leader of your company, your department, your division. And so you wanna get clear about what those things are and also then look at your three to five year vision. So that's like the next step is like, okay, here are all the things I don't like doing. Here are the things I do like doing. Here's what my hours are worth. Here's who's on my team. So I'm looking through like, okay, here are all the resources that I have on my team. The next step is to say, okay, what are my goals? Where am I going? What am I doing? Who's, who needs to be on my team? What am I trying to accomplish in the next six to 12 months? And what do I need to focus on in order to actually make growth happen? This is a really important step. Most people you know, know what they're dreaming, but they don't focus on the step-by-step -step planning. They forget the daily activities that lead to the overarching goals. And so you gotta calendar these things. You gotta calendar and put in pro process, like a, put a process together for like, hey, this is my goal, I, this is my dream, I wanna get there. So I gotta break that down into 14 different steps. And then I've gotta make sure each of those steps happens every day, every week, every month, every quarter. This is the thing that nobody does. Now we're in a space where you know the landscape, you've set your dreams, you understand who's your, on your team and what the capacities of your team is. The next step is like, hey, could I outsource? Can I delegate? Can I hire a virtual assistant? Can I find a third party vendor to do some of this work? How do I organize all of these things in my world so that I can focus and grow our company? If you walk through this process, you will find out 
you know, what's important for you to be doing versus what can be delegated to a virtual assistant, to a leader, to another company, to somebody else so you can grow and scale your business. So I just broke down this entire process of you know, decluttering your world with virtual assistants and like how to create scale and like eliminate all this crazy stuff. But I wanna give you a free gift because it's really important that you have the context to actually do this work. So below in the description, we have a link to the sticky challenge, meaning the details of how to do this, what it looks like, and actually how to kind of, you know, do a thoughtful review of what your week or your month looks like so you can grow and scale. A lot of people are stuck. A lot of people don't know what the next step is, but you need solid ground. So in the description, we've given you a link to a blog post, not selling anything. Just want you to have you the information that you need to grow and scale.